Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Tony Ferguson. And recently it was announced by Dana White that Tony will be making his return to 170 pounds because if you don't remember, he won the Ultimate Fighter at Walterweight and then moved down to 155. But recently, Tony has been talking about his interest in moving up to 170, saying the weight cut to 155 is now affecting his performance. And hey, maybe it is a factor as to why he's on this losing skid right now. Tony is getting older and age plays a huge part on a fighter's decline, not only when it comes to things like athleticism, but also just simply losing weight. That cut to 155 now for Tony must be very difficult. And with this four fight losing streak at lightweight, this move to welterweight makes a lot of sense. And that's what he's going to do because Tony will be returning at UFC 279, which will go down on September 10th. And his opponent is the number 14 ranked Li Jing Liang. Now, what are my thoughts about Tony taking this fight? And honestly, they're not very good. First and foremost, why is Tony coming back so quickly after getting brutally knocked out by Michael Chandler back at UFC 274? Which by the time Tony fights at UFC 279, it will be four months since that knockout. I don't think any fighter should come back that quickly after being finished like that. So in my opinion, it's a little too soon for Tony to fight again. That's one of those knockouts that you got to take at least 6 to 12 months to recover from. But Tony wants to get back right away. And not only is he moving up to 170, but he's also going to be fighting Li Jing Liang. And we'll talk about Li Jing Liang, but I also want to talk about this move up to 170 for Tony. And look, even though I said this move makes the most sense for him at this point of his career, that doesn't mean he's going to find success from it. Because yes, even though Tony is going to have a bigger advantage for himself going into fights now, since he doesn't have to cut all the way down to 155, that jump from 155 to 170 is huge. There's a lot of guys in that division who should be middleweights. And Li Jingliang is a pretty big welterweight. Even though he's the same height as Tony, and Tony has the longer reach, to me, he's clearly the bigger guy. And when I look at Tony, I just don't think his frame at this point of his career can fit well at 170. In his prime, he could have done that, but right now, the guy is old. He looks more frail compared to before. So for that type of body to move up and compete at welterweight, where these guys are huge and strong, I just don't think it's going to play well for Tony. And then let's talk about his opponent, Li Jing Liang. Is this a good opponent for Tony? And personally, I don't think so. I think once again, it's a matchup where Tony is getting fed to the wolves. And look, it makes sense because Tony has been trashed talking the UFC so much as of recent. And when that happens, the promotion obviously is not going to be happy and is going to make that fighter's time with them a living hell. And they do this by giving them really difficult matchups. Look, when they announced that fight between Tony and Michael Chandler at the time, I was 100% against it. I'm like, yes, they may be in a similar situation in terms of losing fights and just on a losing skid in general, but it's clear that Michael is still able to compete at a top level compared to Tony, who was just on his way out at that point. And honestly, although I don't see it to the same degree as Michael Chandler, I also see this case being the same when Tony fights Li Jing Liang. This is a dangerous fight for Tony. And I feel like the UFC doesn't mind using Tony to build up Li Jing Liang because Li is from China, and the bigger he gets, the more viewers from China come to the UFC. So all this decision making makes sense from the UFC standpoint. But yeah, for Tony, it's the worst possible scenario. Right now, he's getting 
the BJ Penn treatment. Having fight after fight, that's just not favorable towards him. Because at this point, the UFC just doesn't care. Like BJ Penn, Tony is a big name who can lose fights, but people are still going to love him and support him. Honestly, I think it may be to an even greater degree than BJ Penn because Tony has like a cult-like following. And the UFC knows that. So it's like, we don't care if this guy never captures the belt or wins a fight again. We just know that when Tony Ferguson is on a card, people tune in and that's how we're going to benefit off him. But for Tony, who I still think has hopes in climbing up the ladder again and becoming a champion, it's sad to see because it's clear that's not going to happen for him at this point. And I know you're probably asking, hey, maybe he can beat Lee Jingliang. After all, in his last fight against Michael Chandler, he was looking pretty good before that knockout. So maybe he can do something here and this time around come out with the win. After all, it's not like Lee Jingliang is a top 10 fighter. He's outside of it. How hard can it be? And that's the problem. Li Jingliang is pretty underrated in my opinion. Most people are just remembering him for his defeat against Hamza Chemaev, which was very one-sided. But Li Jingliang has some pretty big wins under his belt. Elizir Zaleski dos Santos, Santiago Ponzinibbio, and his last win being against Muslim Salikov. And not only do I think these guys are credible names, but also Li defeated these guys by KO or TKO. And I think that's the biggest factor as to why I think this is a dangerous fight for Tony Ferguson. Yes, Li Jingliang may not be the best all-around fighter and may make mistakes in fights at times, but he has that one-shot power, and once he connects, it's over. And he's done this against some very skilled fighters, who at that point were on good win streaks and had a lot of momentum behind them. Li was able to stop that. Now imagine what he can do against an aging legend who's on a four-fight losing streak. It just seems like it's a recipe for a disaster. Hence why I could see this fight go down like how Tony's fight went with Michael Chandler. Maybe Tony will find success early on in this fight, but then it's all going to be gone with that one shot from Li Jingliang. And that's why this decision is just like, it has the UFC's name written all over it. They want to see Tony get knocked out. You know that makes people like Dana White happy. Because honestly, they could have given Tony better options if they wanted to see him win. I'm looking outside of the top 10 at welterweight and two options that I think would have been better than Li Jingliang are Michael Chiesa and Neil Magny. Two fighters who like to bring the action to the ground because they don't really have that one shot to put their opponents down. And even in the top 10, I see Jorge Masvidal. And if the UFC had any ounce of care for Tony at this point, they'd be like, you know what? He's been fighting for years. He's been a star. He's been screwed over for so long with that win streak and not getting an undisputed title shot. Let's give him this money fight against Jorge Masvidal. He deserves it. Especially with where Jorge's career is at at this point. He's on a three fight losing streak and he's a big name, which is similar to Tony. So it would only make sense to make something like that next, in my opinion. Hence why I was also talking about a matchup with Tony Ferguson and Conor McGregor. Two big names going up against each other. And it makes sense because they're both on losing streaks. And it makes the most sense for the UFC to make that fight just for Conor's sake. Because if they want him to win a fight again over a pretty big name, then this would be their best chance, in my opinion. Because personally, I think Conor would be the favorite going into that matchup. But even if Tony wasn't to win in either a fight with Conor or Jorge, at least he gets a big payday. And at least he has more people excited to watch compared to a fight with Li Jingliang, which is not the most interesting matchup. And is clearly, at least to me, a matchup used to help build Li Jingliang. So there's a ton of other options that I would have preferred for Tony. But it's clear he's not going to get matchups that will be favorable for him at this point in his career, especially with how he's been butting heads with the UFC. And that's why it's hard to watch Tony's career
career at this point. I don't want to keep seeing him lose fight after fight, especially knowing way before that this matchup is not going to be favorable for him because he's not liked by the promotion. But at the same time, look, he's talking the truth. He's done so much for the UFC and he keeps getting disrespected like this. So even if he keeps losing fight after fight until the end of his career, I will always be rooting for Tony because like some other fighters as of recent, they are fighting a fight that is bigger than what's inside the cage. Going up against a billion dollar company is not easy, but Tony Ferguson does not care and therefore he has my respect. But what do you think? Will Tony Ferguson win his next fight? And when would you like to see him call it a career? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.